You're listening to another episode of the JB versus Everybody podcast. Here's your host, that Dr. Brown. Why, hello, wonderful people. It is I, I am him. It is your host, Dr. Brown, also known as the bearded sloth, but just JB. And I've been struggling, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the villain himself has been struggling. But I realized that I need new friends. And I'll explain. I'll explain to you why I need new friends. Because my friends, they have families. They have significant others. They have no time for me anymore. And that's fine. I get it. You know, we've gotten older. It's cool. You know. So I said, I need, I need to get some things off my chest. But I also need to understand. I need to learn. So let me bring on two of the people that I respect, two outstanding, wonderful, married Black men to help me help myself. Because there's something wrong here. So without further ado, first, let me introduce, well, secondly, they're both rappers and they're both from Jersey, or at least reside in Jersey. From Jersey's a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, let me go with the fan favorite, who is not named Calfani. Hey, Al, say hello to the people. Going on, people. Al, uh, here for a second time. I didn't have enough uh, the first time around, so let's see if I can get it canceled this time out. Outstanding. And of course, the Caramel's favorite son, Calfani. Say hello to the people. <laughs> Wow, the caramel's favorite son. <laughs> oh my God, what's up, world? I know, I know we global here on JB versus everybody. So I want to say what's up gang, to the gang. world. Shout out to my four quarter dudes. Shout out to my caramel ladies. And shout out my brother Al. Well, you know what? That's I'm glad that you're just shouting people out on my podcast. It's exactly what the people want to hear about. Um, <laughs> but you know, Al, we, we didn't give you this the, the we did you a disservice. So I just want to give you an opportunity. Can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh name is Al, you know, uh one of FFC's uh first brothers. Shout out my bros, uh from Freeport, Long Island. Well, Queens and Freeport, Long Island. Uh, known the good brother JB for going on a long time now. Probably uh, first met um, in a pool in DR playing uh, beach volleyball. That's the gang, first gang. time I seen the kid, probably 07. Uh, so that's before DR got canceled for being colorist. But you know, that's another story. Uh, I didn't um, cancel it. Of course not. Shout but, out to uh, DR. <laughs> yeah, man. 14 year long ones in, man. So that's it. I mean, uh, you know, uh, a professional uh, CPA by day and uh, by night, uh, various other things. Wow. So you're just giving us the whole bio, exactly what the people want. That is what and, you want. And Red, just just for our, our new listeners, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Sure thing. Sure thing. Uh, so my name is Kafani, affectionately known as Red my whole life, you know, believe it or not. Well, y'all can't see this, but I have no more hair. I'm bald, right? But believe it or not. Gang, gang. Um, <laughs> I have red hair. Uh, so everybody's called me red since I was five years old. But I'm from Jersey. 
Um, Orange, New Jersey, to be exact. 07050, shout Citrus Hill in the building, always. Um, this is not a shout out podcast, but please. With the Stony Brook University. <laughs> with the Stony Brook University. <laughs> On the football scholarship, be clear. We could check tape if we need to. Okay, I think we got enough of you. <laughs> um, I think the people know who you are. So thank you for <laughs> fantastic. And the reason I brought you two gentlemen on is because what you both failed to mention in the, in your wonderful 30-minute intros. I'm married. Um, love my wife. You're, love you're my both wife. married. Facts. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. I love my wife, too. I'm married. Yes. <laughs> thank, thank God the people's point guard is here to help you guys out. So fantastic. And I'm, and I'm glad that we stumbled upon that you guys remembering that you're both married. <laughs> no. Because I think as, you know, as you guys know, I am the single self-partner individual. I am, I am retired. I'm not dating. And I think because I don't have a significant other and I don't have a family of my own, I think our relationships and the dynamics of our relationships have changed over the years. Right. I think, and this is where I, I really want, you know, you guys' input, you know, me and you, Red, we've we played ball together. I've known you 20-something years. And now your focus is on your family. And Al, same thing with you. You know, we've won three championships together. And now your focus is on your marriage, right? So if I wake up or, you know, again, this is pr- pretty much really, you know, before the pandemic. But even so, as things are trying to, you know, get a little bit better. But if I go to a bar and I want to get one of my guys out, I can't call any of you. I can't call you, Red. I can't call you out because you have other priorities, which is your family. So I'm drunk off patrol. I see three women here. I need a wing. Your guys are out the game. You're no longer my wingman. So what am I to do? Because we built years of, of, of friendship and I can't fuck with y'all no more. And I don't want to go to a barbecue. I don't want to, you know, hang out with your families. I love your families, but you know what? I don't want to hang out with you. Nice. Thanks. So so what am I going to do? So help me. Help me, fellas. What am I to do? So first and foremost, <laughs> you can always call me. <laughs> you can always call me. Um, now, whether I answer the phone or not, <laughs> that's different. Depends on what time of what time of the night it is. If you call me during the day, yo, Red, let's go to this spot. You know, I'm going to be through there like 9, 10 o'clock. All right, cool. At least now I got time to, you know, let my wife know, see if it's okay. Um, you know, make sure I eat dinner with the kids and tuck everybody in about 8, 8.30 and all that good stuff. And then say, hey, babe, is it okay if I go out with JB later on? We're going to go to such and such a place. And then she said, okay, cool, no problem. All right, then we lit. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about notice. Like so, back in so the day, notice. 20 years ago when we met, you could call me and say, yo, Red, what you doing? Let's go now. And I'd be like, all right, we lit. Let's go. So again, I understand that now you have to get permission. And I have to fax over to your wife a permission slip saying, hey, can I have Kafani through the hours of so-and-so so he can hang out with me? Pause, but yes. That is fucking horrible. And same thing with you, Al. I want to just say, you know what? I feel like getting away this weekend. I have the means to do it. 
We won't go to DR, but let's go to Brazil. Oof. You can't do that. You have to ask the wife, make sure everything is all taken care of, and then you can potentially fly out to Brazil with me. So that is true, first off. Uh, there is a saying that I've uh, I've heard that I use with marriage, and I'll tie this back to my single friends as well, but they say if you want to go somewhere fast, uh, go alone. If you want to go somewhere far, uh, go together. Meaning that, you know, what I can do by myself, I can do it quicker by myself, but I do it better and I have a better result if I do it with my wife, either physically or with, uh, as you would put it, her permission. Okay, so, it cool. so it is true. But to the point is, and to Red's point earlier, it's all about notice. We are adults, we are grown men. It's all about the notice. If you think about it, when you're a kid, you're growing up, you put a Pop-Tart in a toaster, you know, two minutes, boom, you got yourself a meal, you're happy. When you're older, you want a little salmon, you want some roasted potatoes, you want different things. So it's like- 1% talk, okay. As you get older, things take a little bit more time and your, and your taste change. So to be honest, actually, I was like probably 2013, 2014, when I was turning around 30, 31, I was naturally starting to slow down. Like, you know, all of our joint friends, Chim, Chim is a is a four, is a four club a night dude. Like, like he don't go one place and sit there. It's That's... like, yo, I'm hitting this spot from 10 to 11, this spot's from 12 to 1, this spot's from 1 to 2.30. And I'll be always like, yo, hit me up when you What happened? Hit you up. I think we just lost you, Al. Great. Now I'm going to have to edit this out. We lost you for a second, Al. Lost me? Yep. When you was going to your chim rant. Uh, You're freezing on us. Great. Great Wi-Fi. See, this is why I need better friends, because the motherfucking <laughs> Wi-Fis are not working. Is this is, is this like how's that work? Marriage Wi-Fi is different than regular Wi-Fi. Exactly. You, you lost me. You got to ask for the code, man. Well, you're back. So yeah. So like, did the wife just say, "Okay, I'm going to change the passcode," and now you're asked out? It's, it's how I started. <laughs> I started talking reckless, and she hit up that router, and it happens. Intuition, you know, they can they can sense that shit. That's part of the issue. But yeah, so I say that to say to bring all this back is it's true that uh, that that friendships change, but they were changing with age whether or not you, like whether or not I got married personally. By the time I hit 30 or 31, I was not the call me at 11 to meet you at, at midnight type of dude anymore. I was already making excuses before the wife, like, yo, I can't for this reason, I can't for that reason. So Trey, my wife, she pretty much just streamlined my process of, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I can't, I would tell you right then, nah, she said I can't go. Before I ask her. <laughs> so, so, so pretty much your wives just run your lives and tell you what you can do during whatever time. Like, why would I ever want that type of life? The same reason you'd want to put on cruise control when you're going on a trip. It's just easier for a certain period of time to let, you know, someone else, to let your wife or your significant other, you know, stare. 
to me, it's exhausting to always be 100% control of every single part of my life. That's exhausting at this point to me. Fred, do you, do you feel the same way? Like you can to do a extent, lot more yeah. with teamwork. To an extent, absolutely. You know, teamwork is definitely the goal, right? But, like, but aren't, you giving, aren't you giving away your freedoms? I won't say you're giving away your freedom. You're just sharing the responsibility, sharing the load. Um, you know what I mean? So to get up and go like at the drop of a hat, it's cool. And and that has its, you know, it has its benefits and its advantages and all of that. But at the end of the day, man, the partnership is really what you, what you want in, in the married life or the family life. If that's what you want, then that's what you love about being married. You know what I mean? So don't get me wrong, though. Of course, you miss being able to just up and go to Brazil or up and go to DR. For the record, I have yet to go on a on one of those trips with my guys. Um, <sighs> Cristal, Cristal, Cristal. Jesus, the stories. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I just hear these. Here, I hear the highlights. And it's like, wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know. I'm getting dinner. When I walk in the house, dinner is already cooking. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no trading that in, bro. It is. For me, I, it's gr- like, I got Grubhub. For me, it's like it's like Jordan. <laughs> it's like Jordan in '88 versus like Jordan in '93. It's like '88, you balling, you do whatever you want, you get the scoring titles, no rings, right. no right. rings. You need Scotty to come up there, like, yo, I got you. Take tonight off, blah, blah, blah. boom, boom. Yo, I need Curl over here. To, and the elbow to hit this jumper is like you go, you go fast by yourself. You go further together, man. So like you, you can fully maximize your potential as the sloth if you had a little sloth s, like a little, right. like a little. You, you know what, JB, to put that in perspective for you, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna put that in the universe. So let's let's nip that shit in the butt right now. But please continue on your point. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I was just going to say, you know, how, like, for example, I don't know, let's pick a random player. Hey, how about Kobe? You know, rest in peace, legend. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let's not do this. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Tread lightly right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. What are you saying? Young, when he was young, in his career, right, he was go, 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 go. You know, yeah, he was getting buckets, but it wasn't until, you know, he got shot. Right, uh, a teammate, a partner, where they what three peated? You know what I'm saying? He could do that, or kind of like how you know LeBron was able to do with the Lakers. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's get back to the point because we're not going to do this, right? So the reason why I brought both of you guys are because you're both men that I highly respect. I know that both of you, I, I can vouch for both of you guys that you're wonderful husbands. You're a wonderful family, man, and you're people I respect. So I know that every single day when you wake up, you make an attempt to do the right thing. And that's the reason why I wanted you guys on. So, like, I understand your point, both of you. You know, yes, there is there is a chance where you can have, you know, potentially go farther, as you put it out. But, for example, Red, you know, when I come home, there's silence. It's quiet. It's fucking amazing. 
I don't want to hear a little fucking JB running around asking me for some dumb shit. Uh, I need to eat. Uh, can you give me this toy? Uh, go get a fucking job. Okay? How about that? Go get a fucking job. All right? Because dad, dad wants to go out. He wants to go to the bar. He wants to go get something to drink. Okay? But you can't do that because now your responsibilities is based on those little kids and your wife, if you have one, and your family. Right. And the same thing with you, Al, right? You know, again, you're building with your your with your wife, you're building this empire. But there's gotta be days where, like, listen, leave me the fuck alone. Because I get I feel like that all the time and I'm by myself. Like when people call me, I'm hanging the fuck up. So if I have to live in the same household as you and you're there and you're bothering the shit out of me, like fam, like go do something with yourself. Like go go study, go do something. I'll let Red go. speak on the uh the child point because I'm not there yet. But I will say that I wanted to be alone point. Like that's that's everyone, you know, married or single, and you have to give each other that space, which we do. Like, I mean, JB, you've been to the my man cave situation. I want to chill. I just come down here, chill out. There's no harm, no foul. We set a time when we want to watch a movie or get together. But yeah, you have to you have to schedule that space. If not, you will get a lot of bickering and blah, blah, blah. You hopefully you have the ability in your household to form different spaces so you can you know recharge and do your own thing and part of the reason why you have to keep your friendships other familiar relationships is because like you can't have all of your world like locked up in just what happens in your house because if you have a bad day in your house you're gonna feel like your whole world is is crumbling because what you base all of your happiness on can't be in one thing you can't have it all in one basket so you have to maintain these other relationships that's why, you know, I'm doing this pod right now. In theory, I could be upstairs watching the movie with her. I'm like, no, nah, like I need to be here for my guys because when you acting up, I need to not, I need to not stress on that. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm pretty much doing your favor because I got you away from the wife. Got it. Always, right. always, it's always a favor to be in your presence. That's a great yeah. point. That's a great point. I just want to touch on that a little bit too. Uh pause. But you would touch on it. <laughs> so there, there is a need for, you know, your own space. And there's a place for that. Like you, you do need to, even though you're married and all of that, you know, uh, to death do its part and all of that, you still do need your own space. Cause you know, at the end of the day, we're human, we're individuals. So um, like Al said, having the ability to um, get away in your own house is crucial. Like I'm in my basement right now and you know, my wife and family, they all upstairs. And that that's, it's so important. Even if 45 minutes, an hour that we spend is so important just to recharge the battery um, a little bit on your own. And then with your own friends, her too, same thing. But um, to touch on the kids, so full disclosure, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Full disclosure, there has been a, a time in our relationship. Now, my wife and I, we've been together since 2002. It's, you know, 2021. So that's, that's too. Time. It's too long. It's <laughs> a long time. And we've been married since 2013. But, you know, in between there, there's been times that I don't forget my that's my daughter banging on the floor. Yeah, tell but, your daughter we're recording. Nice. <laughs> See again, daughter, again don't another reason. Daughter, another, but again, uh, it's, it's 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 no disrespect, but again another reason. <laughs> like we're here handling business, and your daughter is making noise. Don't mess. That's selfish on her part. Don't, don't mess with his broke best friends. Those are what you call your broke best. <laughs> your broke besties. <laughs> So, but no, there's been, there's been a time in our life 
life and throughout our relationship where, you know, we've been in separate households. You know what I mean? Just, you know, full disclosure, we all, all grown. And, J, you know, JB, you already know this. Um, so there's been times where I came home to silence, right? I had to come home. There's no kids there because she had the kids for the weekend or whatever the case was. I love it. And none of that, you know, as cool as that may sound, it's nowhere near coming home, opening the door and hearing daddy and, and your kids running to you to give you a hug when you come home from work. There's nothing compares to that. Like, it's the best feeling in the world. So I'll take that all day long. See, and, and, and this is why we're having this conversation, right? Because this is something that last season I touched upon this a little bit with Sal, who was on episode 23, my finale. Like, I feel, it feels weird hitting you. Thank you. It feels weird hitting you guys up now, right? Because, yeah, we all like sports and we all like, you know, different things, movies and so forth. But our dynamics have changed. Like, our priorities have changed, which makes sense. You know, we're laughing, we're joking around, but, you know, you're focused on your family. And that's your priority, right? At the end of the day, you care about your family. Me, I care about getting money and opening up strip clubs together. Like, that is what I care about, right? I mean, but we all still care about getting money. Make no mistake. Yes, but, but that's, that's, uh, that's number two. Your priority right now is your family and your marriage. But that's like it's like you know putting the gas in the in the engine. One you know one like, it's yeah. like saying it's like saying gas is like your car is more important than gas. It's like yeah, but I need gas. Yeah, you okay. need gas. <laughs> so if I give if I give both of you guys three options, option number one is being with your family. Option number two is getting money. Option number three is being with your friends. You can only pick two out of the three. What are you picking? That's messed up. That's, that's you messed pick up. Two out of the three. Well, let's I'm put going, fam one. I'm going with fam and money. Okay, and I would say Al is probably the same thing, right? Well, that's a that's a gross assumption, but correct. Yes, and that but that's that's part of this conversation. That's our but, dynamic. Because but let me say only, this: you picked yes. three great things. It's right. like you. That's it's like. Up. Something had to be left off. It's like, yo, pick your One best gotta go. It's like fried chicken, <laughs> pizza, burgers. It's like, I love all three of them. But if I got to pick two, I can. But it's like. But realistically, that is how our relationships are. Because you're, you only have X amount of time. So you have to prioritize what's important. It's family first. Money second. And then whatever comes after it, usually it's your friends and blah, blah, blah. But that's usually what happens. So mm -hmm. if if Red, you only have an hour that you can spare or 30 minutes. You're probably going to prioritize using that time with your with your family. What do you mean, you mean if I have 30 minutes to spare outside of outside those two of, things? Outside of your day to day, right? Your day to day, you're going to work. So you're spending time probably you know, working eight to 10 hour days, then you come home and you're taking care of your family. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you, and, and we'll just make it real simple. You want to make sure that they're fed, you know, they're bathed. If they, if they got homework, you're taking care of that homework, right. All of those, all of those priorities that, you know, you deem as your day to day. And then when all of that is done, your me time, mm -hmm. you still got to split some of your me time to spend time mm -hmm. with your wife. Right. So now your me time is maybe just an hour. If that, 
because you've handled all of that. And honestly, with that me time, are you going to use that time to be with your friends? You're probably not. I mean, so so we're being, you know, very general here. And, well, yes. And and but but you're right. You're right. But there's seven days in a week. You know what I'm saying? So if that hour of me time is all I have to spend with my wife, cool. I could do that six days a week. And then for that last day, spend that hour with my friends. But you know what I'm last, saying like I think your, that's a, a good compromise. Yes, but to your point, and this is something that Al raised as well, that hour, whatever that free time is or whatever day it is, that has to be scheduled. And right. the reason why it has right. to be scheduled is because you have to move all those different parts around and that you know that this is your free space. This is your free time. While me, on the other hand, I take care of my work and then I'm good. Right? So, so now I, Go ahead, Al. In the interest of full disclosure, so some of my free time used to be spent uh, speaking to JB rather frequently um during like let's say fantasy football season so like as a married man i was taking time out of my day multiple times a day to chat with jb in a chat that we that we both were in jb was like hey i I appreciate you spending all this time chatting with me but guess what i'm leaving the group and so sometimes your friends leave you and it's not even a choice that i that i can make and now i'm like yo Where's my JB? I don't have my daily dose of them. And I don't know what to do with this time now. And now I have to give it to my wife. So she's actually gotten more time now because JB has forsaken me. Well, that that no JB-itis is a real thing. There's a lot of women that have experienced no JB-itis throughout my my past. That's not the way I've been But we're not (laughs) going to discuss that today. But it is a real thing. Like, (laughs) like, 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 I've known people that had fevers and illness because of it. But... You know, but to to your point, though, it, it, you did raise something interesting, but I think that also just kind of goes back because our dynamics have changed. Right. Again, I think we all have things that we enjoy. You know, we all we right. all like sports. Right. We all like movies for the most part. And, you know, that's usually what we, what we find our common discussions are. But, you know, I can't talk to you like, hey, I, I want to go fucking dug this girl out. Right. That conversation is different because both you guys treat women slightly different than I do because you have a much more respect as you're again part of this marriage <laughs> you mean, know you guys are married and it's, it's different like you've you've been where I was right you guys are not dating right and you have that and I don't even know what's the right term but like right. I guess it's like it's that consistency or, or that that normal that like it's just your life is I hate to say it but it's like normalized like it's structured I you know, one day hopefully you're on this side, so you can. I don't want to really, be on that side. There's no benefits to it. it both ways, because what I would say, and I'm not, I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to speak for Red's household. I can speak for my own, and he could nod or not nod in agreement. When you talk about respect and and women, there are instances of someone knows you so well. Excuse me. Excuse. <laughs> Yo. I'm telling you, yo, Al and got Al's wife is fucking with his wife up. Yo, every time he starts talking about, you know, <laughs> he's seen details, the good of shit. The details of the marriage, he's freezing. Finito, done. <laughs> done. Oh God, it happened again? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. All Trey right. got you, so, B. <laughs> so wait, well, I'm good now, right? You're good yeah, now, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. You're now I was just greasy. saying, I was just saying to your respect point that you know don't take it as a given that when you're married, it's more. You can definitely get less respectful than when you're single. If you're in a fight and the person, your wife, knows you better, knows what buttons to press. It's not a. It's not. I'll just say it, it's not a given that every married man out there is is more respectful with with women than you are as a single male in a given situation because they could just hit you with shit and you're like yo what <laughs> right. so but um but i will say in terms of priorities it's like this being married versus single it's no different than when you're growing up and your whole world is your mom and your siblings if you have any and then as you grow up sometimes you know you might have friends that you're closer with than your siblings and your mom might be waiting for you to call her back for like the last two days you've been grinding at work. It's like priorities always shift. The people who have good time management skills and are tapped in to their emotions and their you know people's emotions are able to uh, to juggle it the right way. But I mean, it life is constantly like if you're not changing and growing, you're dying. So if things are getting too comfortable, you gotta shift something because you're not your best if you're if you're comfortable. Like comfortable is a spot where you should go just to recharge and then get uncomfortable as soon as you can. Right. Let me chime in on respect too. Um it, it's different, right? So it's definitely <clears throat> it's definitely wrong to assume that in a marriage now you have this greater respect for your your husband or for your wife. Because when you're married, to some extent, like the mask is off. You know what I mean? You're with this person every day. For in my case, you know, the last eight years, years married, 20 years together. So it's like when you're dating, that's your best foot forward, you know, with these with these women, these guys or whatever well, the case is. Because I'm, so, I'm consistent. <laughs> that's <laughs> your, you on your best behavior because you still want to impress. You still want to, you know, and the easiest way to say that is like, um, uh, you know, intimacy. You, you know what I'm saying? When you start dating, y'all are like rabbits. Right. You, <laughs> it's like everything's so brand new. It's a new shiny toy. Everybody's happy. But then, you know, after you're married for a while, it's like, you know, maybe you get it. Maybe you don't. <laughs> yo, your foot, yo, your foot's on my side of the bed. Move that over. Yeah. Yo, you got to move your foot. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, I don't even want to sleep in this bed no more. <laughs> <laughs> why, your feet so, why are your feet so cold? Jesus. <laughs> yo, I'll put up a... um. A meme I laugh at so much, yo. I shared this with my wife, yo. We laughed our ass off. Said when it was Baby Yoda, when you put your ice cold feet under his leg, <laughs> under his warm leg, <laughs> and he and he tells you to move your cold feet, and now you contemplating whether marriage is even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk, man. It's like you gotta be so thoughtful, you said, bro. <laughs> See, so I'm here just listening. And I don't give a fuck about what y'all saying, like, at all. Like, there's nothing about this that's fucking appealing. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I was sitting here, and I love both of you, so I'm, like, I'm pretending to care. But I do not fucking care, like, at all. Not even a little bit. Like, nothing about you, this is appealing. That's why you need different groups. We'll have, like, our married friend group that we chill with, and then you can go chill with, yeah, like, you can go, like, you have different sex for different things, because I'm right. telling you right now, me and uh, me and Red could get in the chat with a bunch of married dudes, and you know we'd be crying of laughter from the all day long. So we'll be laughing like, you, all you, day you, long. 
It's like, yo, she doesn't look at me out of nowhere, roll over. Like, yo, when you love me and one of my arms fell off, it's like, yo, what are you talking about? And that's not like a lot of these hypotheticals. Like, women just love throwing you hypotheticals. Would you love me if? It's like, son. Like, just say no. I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you did bring up a great point on um, episode 23 with, with, with my brother Sal. And I thought that point was excellent. Um, it was feeling a- feeling alienated as the single friend. Now with your, you know, now that you have the majority of your friends at this point who are now married. Thanks. So appreciate that. Explain that a little bit more. So I do want to I do want to dive into that. What, how all my, my, I like literally all my best friends are wonderful, outstanding black men and they found their significant others while me as the only, I guess, technically the biracial when it didn't, which I just actually found that pretty interesting now that I say this out loud. Um, but I think, I think it also has a lot to do with just in general, you know, the, your perspective, your perspectives versus my perspective, right? Like mm-hmm. both of you guys believe in love. I don't believe in love. Like, I, I don't think love exists. I think it's, it's full of shit. I think people get married as part of convenience, right? That's just my, the way that I view things, right? But you two are, are different because the people that you're with, you actually, you, you're actually, you love these people, right? So, like, I, I started to think about that and uh, having that same thing with Sal, you know, Sal loves his wife. And, you know, even, you know, this, right? Like, he used to talk about his wife all the time. I'm like, yo, Sal, I don't fucking care. But I'm happy for you, but I don't fucking care. And Sal, Sal loves his wife so much, it makes you think like, yo, do I love, do I love my wife? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go up with it, like, do I love her? You know what I'm saying? Like, do I love her? Like, Sal loves his wife. His wife. And, 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 and salute to Sal. And, but, salute you know, to Sal. But, but to and the Shelly. point, yeah, and, to, and Shelly, but that, like, that makes me think, right? And you know, you said something as well. You know, you guys were both joking around. Well, we'll just go get into a married chat. And I'm like, well, aren't you guys kind of doing that now? Like, you know, we all had our, we all have our circles. But do you mm-hmm. find yourself, both you guys now, you know, you're actually more like closer to your married friends within that circle than your single friends? That's funny. Hmm. Um, so, so my circle, fourth quarter, right? Um Let's say 12 guys. Out of those 12, I want to say 10 for the record. Is it something, is it something like you said 10? 10 for the record. I, 10 I didn't for the put, record. I, I didn't put the other people on. Whatever. So let's say it's 10 guys. So out of those 10, let's say what seven are probably married, six or at least six or seven are married. And I mean, now that you I mean, now that you've mentioned that, yes, because me, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know. Because in general, like, so I'll help you out a little. Because in general, I would think, and, and you know, Al read, chime in if I'm wrong, but I would think now because, you know, I'm married and, you know, my friend is married. Well, let's go do married shit together, right? Let's go do couple things. You know what? It, it's not so much, okay, let's go do couples things. It's more so, you know what? Our schedules are similar now or our lifestyles are similar now. So that naturally helps us gravitate towards each other because you know what, dude, I get it. You couldn't make the Brazil trip. I get it. You couldn't make the Costa Rica trip. I get like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So we're on that type of page. Whereas my single friends, they can up and go to the bar at 12 o'clock at night or up and go to Costa Rica on the weekend, shit like that. Like we can't do that. 
You know what I'm saying? We can't do that. Yeah. So we have that mm-hmm. common bond, that common theme mm-hmm. that naturally gravitates us towards each other um, in that way, in that sense. Yeah, I would say I would say outside of the chim who doesn't count, he's above relationships. He's like, I just chill with him regardless of his status. But I think, I think, and I want to put this on my single friends. I think a lot of it is your single friends set the limits for you, like for you as a married man. Like, like you said earlier, JB, when you started it, talking about how like you feel bad, like hitting your married friends up. It's like, I feel with me, the single friendships, it's almost more one way. Like I got to reach out because they're doing me a favor by not reaching out. And like, you should allow your married friends to set the limits and not limit yourself off the top. Cause most of my, I have married friends like, Mar- like Maurice, my boy Mo, like he'll hit me up and like, at like 1.30 AM on WhatsApp, like, yo, like, did you watch this movie? It's horrible, but it's great. Go watch it. And I'll be up. Cause I'm a night owl. I hit him back. Like, yo, I'm about to watch it in the morning. Good looking. But like my boy Killer, like he won't hit me. I mean, he's a bad example. He doesn't hit anybody. Killer. Shout the Killer. Yeah, but Killer won't Gang hit me. Up. Like Killer will just like like when I see him, it's like because I'm seeing someone else. He's like, oh, Al's available. Cool. I haven't seen him in a minute. And it's like, yo, why didn't you hit me up individually? Why are you just like tagging on to meet up with Jim when I, you could have just hit me up and we could have met up ourselves? So I think that a lot of single friends, and I understand it because you know you don't want to be the one where, you know, like your boy and his wife are looking over at a text you saying, talking about, yo, come hang out. Like, yo, why is your boy so thirsty? Tell him for a back. But <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I think that, I think that single people, you know, JB and others, you have to muster up the courage to reach so out, important. to reach out to your, um, to reach out to your married friends because they could be looking to hang out more and they could be looking at it from the point of view of, I don't want to be an anchor to his social situation because he's single and he's out here in these streets. Like, let me not hit him up. I don't want to bother him. So y'all both could be staring at the phones not, and, look, and waiting for a text. So, you know. You so, so for the record, I am not staring at any phone waiting for it any It sounded like you were staring at the phone. But, <laughs> but, you know, to your point, but just think about it, right? So you have you have another married, married friend hits you up saying, hey, have you seen this movie? If I hit you up at 130, it's because I'm in some shit and I need a wing. Like that's a right. different type of hit up. But and right. I know that I can't hit you guys up because you're in happy, healthy marriages. Right. And right. I, I and personally, yeah. I wouldn't put you guys in that position because you know, I actually I actually like both of your wives. I mean, if it was someone different and I don't like their wives, like fuck it, come through. But right. I actually like your guys' yes. wives. Like you guys are good with each other, right? So I know right. that I'm not gonna hit you up. I'm gonna hit someone else up who may not be, you know, as quality as you guys, but I know that, hey, if they want to get into some shit, I can hit them up. And right. that sucks for me because I don't like these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, you got a two belt. You got a two belt. You got a two belt of friends. And you got to, like, pick which friend out of that two belt for the particular situation. So, yeah, you know, me and Red aren't that 130. I'm in a jam. You know, she got some linebacker friend. I need you to just, you know, wait for the night. Like, yo, I can't take Erlacher tonight. That's not me. I'm at home with the Wiz. <laughs> now, I feel you, though, JB, because, you know, back in the day, we could go out and, you know, you know, Red is going to say the right thing or or Red ain't going to make the situation weird. You know what I'm saying? Or Red going to gonna keep this one occupied while I'm with her friend. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get that on that point. Um, and not everybody, your single, your other single friend who you might tap in, 
he might not be able to do that. He might make the situation weird or make it to where the girl Listen. say, you know what, guy, you know what, babe, never mind. You know what I'm saying? I think at this age, like, you know, the fact that I'm pushing 40 and I am, again, not single for the record. I am self-partnered. I just want to make that very clear because I'm not looking for anyone. What'd you call it? Self-partnered? I'm self-partnered. Yes. Google it. <laughs> That's what you started yeah. doing at, at, what, 12 or 13 with the crusty socks? You've been self-partnering since then? I've been, I've been self-partnered for a minute, but anyway. <laughs> But but that's the thing, right? I think when you get to this point or this 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 age, like my friends that are single, like I know why they're single. Like you can tell why they're single, right? right. You've known these people for five, ten. I know why I'm technically single. It's because one, I don't fucking like people, and I'm okay with that. And two, I just enjoy being alone, right? So that that's the ingredients for why I'm going to continue to be single until the rest of my life. I might get a dog. I, I've been thinking about that for a minute. I might get a dog. I okay, sent my homegirl your um yeah yeah your profile. She liked it too, by the way. I gotta send you that. I gotta send you her profile. I'm trying to be not a matchmaker. I'm just I'm saying. Not, I'm trying to be a matchmaker. But again, so that's the thing. It, it, this is this is a great. I'm glad that we just stumbled upon this, Al. So many many moons ago, again, red. This is way going back to our, our younger days. Red is great at being a wingman. And throwing assists my way because he's good, right? So he goes, JB, you're the single one. What I'm going to do is that we're going to run the San Antonio Spurs offense and we're going to run the offense through you. And he used to throw me assists galore. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes I dunked, sometimes I stumbled the shit away. Shit happens. Sometimes I'm off the game. And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to put my warm up suit. And I'm going to sit my ass on the bench. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. Right. But those assist throwing days, they're gone. Because you know what? You right now, you're worrying and making sure that your son's homework is done. See, but I wouldn't know. Nope. Nope. Yes. Right? Yes. Nope. Because Jordan, yes. 88, Jordan 88. Right. He would he would take the ball himself and he'll, you know, he'll do the ice. He'll call the ISO and he'll dunk in somebody's face. Right. But then Jordan 98. Right. Or 96 or whenever, he had to change his whole game. So now he's not driving down the lane. He's doing a fadeaway jump shot. You know what I'm saying? But, he, but that's not that's not you. Cause we gotta let's 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 nip this in the butt. You're not Jordan. You're like I mean, right now, you're you're like Sean Kemp on the Cavs. I'm a little that's, Jordan. that's you. I'm a little bit you damn Sean <laughs> Kemp on the Cavs. That's <laughs> it's a, old and watch. It's a different type of assist now. Like, like what I would say, because again, me and I I'll just bring it back to our joint friend that we're yes. you know, all very good with. Yes. Me, and younger, me and younger Kobe, it was like the Princeton offense, like just constant motion. You know, you're going to hit you in the pocket. And it's like, it went to a point where it was a chaotic Princeton offense. I mean, but we executed it to perfection. So it looked like chaos, but it was, it was planned. And now it's more slowed in the sense where I'd be like, yo, my wife's, friend is looking for she's moving to new york from miami and you know looking to you know link up with your professional male are you available you know check out the profile blah 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 no so it's not as frantic of an offense as it used to be but the dimes are still there and see 
but that's the point. Cards right, it's a higher it's a higher percentage. I, it's a higher percentage. I, I gotta agree. With that. That's a much higher percentage at that at that rate. And it's right it's in the shooting pocket. The it's right in the pocket. Like right for the record. The record. Both of you guys are still shooting mid-ranges, and we're pulling up for 36 feet. Like, the game has changed. The game has evolved. <laughs> Let's be very clear. The game has evolved. You and listen the to City Girls. You I'm listen the guy to Cardi the TV. I'm the guy yelling at the TV on the fast break when they run to the wings for threes, and I'm like, yo, the layup's right there. Like, No. Facts. You don't do that <laughs> anymore. It's a new game. It's a new game. And then they just pull game. up at half court. Draymond pull up at half court, eight seconds left. It's a whole new game. Yo, you guys are out of touch. Listen to City Girls. Listen to Cardi B up. Is. Listen to Cardi B up. Like that's that's what I have to deal with. Okay, uh, Cardi no, B no, up. No, 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 no. That's not what you have to deal with. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying you're almost forty. You just say you're almost forty. No, I am. So just you, like you these can... mature, just like these mature basketball leagues, it's got mature dating leagues where they still running. You know, when they're still running the mid-range. <laughs> so when they still, you know, 18 feet it in. You can't be running with these whippersnappers. Listen, go listen to Ashanti's new single. She's still doing the same shit. I don't need and she's them. 41. No, I don't need new Ashanti. And I think you put some years on her because we definitely high school at the same time. Thanks. Go, you, all right. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll cash out both of y'all right now. I know Ashanti's 40. She. 40 and 41 are different, but I might give you 40. No, it is not. Once you're 40, you're 40. Well, you know what? She might be. Dang. Damn. Ashanti is 40 pushing 41, just for the record. Might be. So October 13th, 1980. You mentioned being alienated or feeling alienated, right? Yes, because I don't know any Ashantis. So I gotta go talk to city girls. So <laughs> so as a married man, you also feel alienated. In the sense where, you know, now, okay, boom, you go from every day hanging with your boys and, and going to the club with your boys and the bars and being the wingman and all that good and having this chaotic, fun lifestyle Jay to all of a sudden. All of a sudden, your wife taking your Wi-Fi and now you're freezing as well? Okay. I was happy it wasn't. I thought it was. I thought it was me. Outstanding. So pretty much what I'm hearing right now is because when you're married, your your wife takes your Wi-Fi. Yeah, they uh they pretty <laughs> they pretty much take your Wi-Fi. Oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, look. So I'm here she, now. So she gave it back to you. So yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm out of the doghouse. So you know, you slam the brakes on this whole fast break lifestyle that you used to have, um, and then. You know, now you feel, Ellie, you feel like you're losing your friends and you're losing the connection and the relationship that you used to have with your guys. And now you're the one yearning for, you know, going out or just hanging out with your boys. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's a it's a 180, whether you're single to married or whether you're, you know what I'm saying? It's a 180, either one, either lifestyle. It is. It is. So you do feel alienated and you feel like, you know, you're missing out on something from both aspects, probably. But definitely, I can speak from a married standpoint where it's like, damn, I'm missing out. My boys, they're going on these away trips and, you know, these these overseas trips and they going to the bar late night. And, they, and I'm here watching. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's crazy. They're here, they got you in the basement, even though you got a fucking five, a five room house and pay, pay you know, your Wi-Fi mortgage. is gone. Pay a whole and, blah, mortgage blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and I'm stuck in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but it is. You definitely, you can, it up. you so, can be that married man feeling that way 
And then and that leads into more stuff. That leads into that that new that newly married or just you know married period man going out there to try to reclaim some of his uh you know old days or that old lifestyle and going out there and not only just being your wingman but getting into all of that with you. You know what I'm saying? Causing him to now, you know, causing infidelity now in his marriage, all because he was craving that feeling that he had before he was married. Now he out there messing with the chicks again. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that that's how that works. And these dudes, so many dudes find themselves in that position. Well, not us. True. Because we're 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 stand-up guys. So when you get when you get thank older, God for growth. Thank God for yeah. growth and thank God for number one, being able to even identify that shit these days. You know what I'm saying? And then number two, like not even needing to have that fulfillment anymore. But you know, in my younger days, absolutely. That like that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm a grown ass man now. So and who who, who can identify that in myself? So it is a lot different these days. A lot different. Yeah. As you get older, you have to be more purposeful. That goes with your time allocation. I'm sure this is this is not just about about married people. Maybe you feel this, too. As you get older, you get more focused on your money. You get smarter at how you're going to get to the bag. It's and the yeah. same thing. When you're married and you're a man, you grow up, you get more purposeful of how you spend your time. You can't you can't just, you know, BS and do nothing when there's time you can allocate to your family or to your friends. So it's like you have to one of life's biggest hacks is getting is getting on point with your time management. It'll make you feel like, like you have a whole different life if you got your time management skills. They say like, you know, you know, Diddy, Jay-Z, they all got 24 hours in their day. But sometimes what separates people is that they know what to do with their time versus others who are just not that sure of themselves. So, like, I've been married now going on going on a, a four years in September. And damn, I've already? gotten, you said what? I said, God damn, already? Yeah. And I've gotten constantly better at allocating my time, both to my wife, to my friends, to my family, you know, my mom, my brothers. My niece, my nephew, everyone needs time. And as you get older, more and more people are requiring your time. And it narrows down by death, you know, sadly enough. But still, overall, it's growing. You're going to get kids. You're going to get, you know, more friends, coworkers. You go to church, church people. It's like you need to you need to be able to properly manage your time. And it's worth investing time and just thinking about how you want to manage your time. People don't feel left out. Because it's a real thing both ways. Like Red said, you don't want to be in your own world where you're setting yourself up for failure where you don't need to be. It's like you can schedule it to get out to get out once a month with your boys. That's on the calendar. Then it'll never get pent up where you're like, yo, what am I missing out there? The streets are missing me. Because the streets are never missing you. They are, though. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. They're not. You get out there, the streets just where they were. Right. <laughs> so, like, so, you know what, fellas? You guys have given me a lot to think about. And I'll I'll sit here and I'll consider it. Um, <laughs> One thing I want to say, I know we have to wrap up soon. One thing I will say, baby, and this is like many people don't talk about this. It's like it's like the hidden source of, of marriage, maybe a marriage versus single. But you have to find a woman where it goes beyond romantic love, and like you love her like family. Marriage, like you might think Isn't about. That no, like you might think about I can't live with a 
I can't live with a girlfriend every day or a girl I'm dating every day. Like, like that feeling I can't have every day. And it's like when you are married to someone and like they're really like your family, it's like it's not as hard. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's not as hard it's, as well, I what thought. It. What you're describing is sickening from my no, ears. No, no, it's like I just want you to know that. Like, I don't like, believe you, in this. No, people are like yo, how's your family? Like when they ask you how's your family, they ask you how's like, your kids, fuck how's my your family. Wife? Ask them. So, so most people call it best friend, right? Most people call it a best friend as opposed to right. family, right? right? But I definitely understand that point. You got to marry someone who is like, that's like my role dog. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my homie. It's my ace. So, Down ass chick, huh? I, <laughs> so I don't mind being, you know, home with or being, spending every day with her and, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? You know, we make each other laugh. Um, we have fun. We have conversation. Um, and that, and that's something that, <clears throat> that's something that I don't know if I was looking for, you know what I'm saying? But I'm happy I found it now that I'm older and I, and I know how important it is, you know, that's something that I would be looking for. Um, God forbid, you know, anything crazy, but as a young man, I think you, you look for romance more, or you look for, you know, the aesthetic part of a relationship more than you look for. Uh, all these lifelong <laughs> values and traits. What's wrong, bro? What's wrong, man? I'm is this like, all giving you a headache? <laughs> like, this is bullshit. Like, this is just... I'm, I'm like, I, you, I, re- I respect it because, again, you guys, you guys, you you live it, you practice it. But, like, I'm listening to this shit and that's what it is. This shit is basura to my ears and I just don't believe it. It's fucking basura. And, and I, I know you guys already have heard, you know, the, the premiere episode. So you know about JB versus love and you know how I feel about that shit. But I'm sorry, fellas. I just don't agree with this. And it sounds great in theory. Clearly, you guys grew up fucking watching Disney's movies and, and, and fucking, you know, the, you the know princess, what? the princess got the fucking the, the, the hero and shit. But it's you know all bullshit. So that's funny. It's funny, man. So Disney movies had different interpretations for, for guys and girls, in my opinion. I think that, you know, girls grew up watching Disney movies like Cinderella, for example. And, and they say um, and they grow up thinking like, you know, oh, I got to find me a prince. I got to find this, this, this one guy. He's out there waiting for me. This Prince Charming. Right. And then like, shit, when I look at a Cinderella movie, all I see is a guy with hella options. <laughs> saying dude had hella options if you look at if you look at that ball that she wore that dress and glass slippers to every chick it was looking for him checking for him can Even we call spade, sisters. can we call a spade a spade prince charm and settled like, that's what he did he settled <laughs> he went he went to the lowest person on the totem pole and he settled let's call a <laughs> fucking spade a spade <laughs> Call the Cinderella the, the lowest person on the pole. Oh, I can't. Man. She's broke. She's broke. <laughs> That's why she's putting on makeup. She's tricking motherfuckers wearing fucking Fashion Nova. Well, <laughs> I think there's a different. I think there's a different um, point <laughs> to be to be caught. That's what in, I got out of it, Cinderella. <laughs> but I'm just twenty dollar dress. Fashion over fucking shoes, and she tricked that nigga. She tricked him, <laughs> and there it is. Yeah, shorty had mice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do better, King. Know your worth, King. Lord, he's literally Prince Charming. Emphasis on Prince. He went to the bottom chick, and he bagged her. 
Okay, no. I, I'm not. I'm not impressed. I'm sorry. No. It's funny. But you know I, I bow out of all Disney movie conversations because I grew up with two extremely older brothers, and like in the mid to late '80s, I was just watching Golden Girls all day, and like my boys <laughs> are watching. Hey, yo, did you see the new so and so? Like, nah, but Dorothy was crazy last night. Like, y'all ain't, y'all ain't watching an episode of Golden Girls. So like I have like for instance I, I'm be, like real talk I didn't watch um I watched Little Mermaid for the first time at my boy John's house in like '02, and wow. I was like what is so I'm at that point I'm like 19 that's like it's pretty much my first Disney movie outside like Lion King and I'm like yo so you telling me this chick was a beautiful singer and had to lose her voice to get a man I like this message this is or message, right? or or <laughs> Little Mermaid. She's a fucking fish. And magically, <laughs> I mean, she got legs. Magically, she got legs. So now, you know what? I'm going to trick homeboy. I'm going to trick homeboy. Yeah, I can walk on land. No, the fuck you can't. No, the yeah. fuck you can't. I mean, all boy, I'm hearing is trickery. It's trickery <laughs> to get these men. That's all I'm saying. My boy became a pescatarian for real. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, fellas? I, I appreciate this conversation. And, and I know we're going to definitely have more of it. So the world-famous segment, I would give both of you the opportunity to ask Dr. Brown any question that you want to ask, and I will tap into the celestial knowledge of the cosmos, and I will answer your questions honestly. And who would like to go first? Al. Okay, I'll Al. go first. All right. Um, Try not to get me into too much trouble. No, we're not. Because I am drunk you. off a bottle of wine. No, I'm not aiming to get you in trouble at all. But I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, my my one question to you is, without naming names, well, first, if it's a yes, then we can get deeper. <laughs> but my first question is, this well, is my trouble. question is, have you ever felt close the feeling like someone of you know opposite sex was worth sacrificing your freedom for in terms of being locked down, like that you could take it. You may actually like potentially get married and shit. Right. Like has anyone made, has anyone made <laughs> you think about how much do diamonds cost? There's only one person that has ever made me consider that. Okay. Um this is not a follow-up question segment, so I'll just leave that to the fans to ask to that yes. or to dig deep into that. And clearly it did not work out. And I am a much better and happier person because it did it. Because God is good. All the time. All the fucking time. Red, what is your question that you want to ask me so I can answer for the cosmos? Okay, so it's gotta be an honest answer though. I'm only I only give out honest answers. Okay, great. So you, you know. You've had a lot of great episodes of your podcast. Ah, uh, shit. Um, and, you know, your global audience is listening. And we all want to know, I think. Um, one podcast in particular. Wait for it. You, you had a guest on. I believe her name was Johnny. Yep. It seemed as if you and Johnny had great chemistry I have great chemistry with everyone. Yeah, this was a little more exceptional than everyone else. Could there ever 
potentially be a future between you and Johnny? The world wants to know. The answer is no. And you see how and you see how quick and there was no there was zero hesitation. The answer is no. Why is it no hesitation? Well, one, just theoretically, and I I can't wait for she gets she she could hear this shit. I can't wait for this. I live in New York. She lives in Puerto Rico. I am it's not doing. I am not. I am not doing a long distance relationship. You don't need a passport. Make that work. That's just a state. And, and besides the fact that I am so partnered, which you just completely overlooked, um, <laughs> I don't date people with uh, children. Why not? Even because I don't yours? like fucking kids. But wait, 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 wait. But you need a comma in that. There's sentence. no follow up questions. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, but wait, but you do realize at 40 or pushing 40, like you so proudly say, in yes. this age, this this age bracket, most of the women everyone has kids are gonna have kids. Yeah, I know. If, that's whenever you whenever you decide to date. Again, that's why I am happily I agree, and that's why I'm happily so partnered. Damn, like Puerto you Puerto you Puerto know Rico me, I don't hours away. Facts, but you know me, I don't like kids. Like, I don't like to interact with kids. I feel like I'm going to get a disease from them. I'm going to have, like, a fucking virus that no one has ever I know, heard of. I remember. I remember when you threw my son down, you know what I'm saying? Because he was coming that. up to give you a hug. Hey, Uncle JB, and you mushed him into the snow. I remember that. Oh, but, you know. I would, I would not be out if there's snow around. So that's how we know you're lying. <laughs> so there's a, a kid who hit me up on Instagram the other day because he saw that we, uh, that we knew each other. He was a 13-year-old going on 14. He was in Dominican Republic. This is what we're doing? <laughs> and he had like a very familiar T-zone. I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on like how he looked, how he looked like someone I knew. That's hilarious. And, um, and then yeah, he told me his name uh, uh was Juan. Was uh they call him Juanathan. <laughs> and it was Juan, it was Juan Cafe. It was Juan Cafe. And you know, I wanted to put you guys in contact. I thought you could know, do a little, um, you know, little brother, big brother thing. And uh, so, I mean, I, I think you should reevaluate whether or not you are you're open to uh, um, up to kids because you might not have a choice. Well, for the record, whether I have kids, you know, in another country, that's debatable. Number two, I don't give a fuck if I do, because if they haven't claimed me, it is what it is. Um, I said I said what I, I said, what I said, and it is what it is. Right. You just lost one country off of your international audience. But again, I know I know me. I know that I am extremely responsible. So this is all jokes. Comedy, comedy style. Comedy style. I mean, you could be missing out on some income tax refunds. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Think about it. So you could potentially get back three, four, five thousand dollars, right? Facts. But you're spending sixty, seventy thousand dollars throughout the year. I mean, you know, mind the details. Plus, don't forget the fourteen hundred dollars oh, stimmy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And don't forget the living. Don't forget the living. You know, the living nurses when you get older in terms of you know them taking care of you. Facts. When you yeah, seventy five plus, you know what I'm saying? The they, who won't wipe right. your butt? Right. And all the I'm, chores you ain't got to do once they grow up. You know, bro. Who's gonna mow your lawn, shovel your snow? Who's gonna do that? That's why you have kids. Like that's the reason. Outstanding points. But I'm just gonna go to the block and play the people that work on the block because they need the money, and. I know that I just alienated a whole bunch of people. Again, I do not care. You cut off eighty-five percent of women in this age group. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly what I've done. And that, every then, every teenager in DR, you've also just just keep in mind. There's I, I believe there's about I don't know mm, five point three billion women in the world. I'm going to take my chances. If I cut out eighty-five percent, 
You can do the math. I still think there's a lot of women out there. Of which but, you don't want any parts of. Again, I don't believe in settling. But if they live in Puerto Rico, you don't want them. Again, we're talking about one specific person, and the answer is no. And I am not going to follow up any further. Anything else, gentlemen? <laughs> I mean, I think we made you all comfortable enough. I, I, I'm good. You can't make me uncomfortable because <laughs> I don't give a fuck about nothing. That is why I'm a villain, okay? Wait, are your well, arms crossed? Because that's I'm a body language doctor. If your arms are crossed, you know, that's uh, that's self-defense. Can you see this? Uh, okay, uh, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 so what you're telling me, what you're telling us is that you won't date I am a woman telling the people, I am telling the world. Yes. You wouldn't date a woman that, that lives outside of New York. I'm not dating a woman that lives outside of New York. I'm not dating a woman with kids. Anything else that you want to know? So, okay. You see, you find a single lady, no kids who lives in, in the Bronx. I'm not doing it. Why? Cause she's from the Bronx. I'm not, I'm not trying to get stabbed. <laughs> Any any other foolish questions? Again, you guys were only allowed one question, but I'm giving you guys the most questions because you're my friends and I love you guys. Anything else? What about Jersey? I'm good. I'm not paying any tolls. <laughs> I, I actually dated a girl. I dated a woman in Jersey, and that Attaboy. shit lasted. That lasted about three weeks. It was probably your fault. It was, it was. but still. See, see. I'm not paying the time. You didn't have the easy pass. You was in the cash line. I actually do. I didn't have the easy pass. Waiting 15 (laughs) minutes on that. Like, what are you doing? Get easy pass, bro. Like, first first off, it's 2021. You definitely know I have easy pass. (laughs) You don't don't try to disrespect a guy like that. All right. You're not going to disrespect the car? Yes, covering the snow right now as we speak. Wow. You was on a a turnpike uh, tossing them coins in the bucket. I'm actually, yeah, you ain't shit out. I heard that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually about to, I'm, I'm looking into what I'm going to get next. Why Why are you going to get something next, bro? You got, yo, JB has uh, a 2000 and... Can, can I end this recording? Can I end this recording? We're just going to keep going about my life. <laughs> JB, has a, JB has a 2015, 2015 Infinity, right? This is what the Brand people new. want? I give the people what they want. He bought it in 2014, right? Bought the okay, brand first off, in 2015. Do model. not disrespect me, because it's definitely a 2018 Affinity. <laughs> there we go. There we and, go. My and, bad. And, <laughs> my bad. And the lease is up actually this year. And now I'm thinking about what do I want to get. So, so, get so he bought a 2018 Affinity. The joint has six thousand miles on it. It's 2021. I can't well, even get a car. I can guarantee that it's under ten thousand. So my crazy. security gate called me. They was like, yo, we got a spaceship at the gate for you. Should we let them through? I was like, yeah, let them through. <laughs> let them through. Both, both of you ain't crazy. shit, for the record. So, yeah, <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to get an SUV, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But the people don't want to know that shit, okay? So thank know, you, gentlemen. Man. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on the pod. I look forward to having both of you guys back. And I learned a lot today. I, I think there's a lot of things that I can take away. You know, to your point, I can definitely reach out to you guys more. I think there's definitely a lot of conversations that needs to be had. So I'm going to put this in the back of my mind because I love you guys. And I say that despite the fact that I don't believe in being in love because I think that's bullshit. I think that's just infatuation. (laughs) But again, another story for another day. And thank you, gentlemen, for being on the pod. And I will talk to both of you gentlemen later. And everyone else in podcast world, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy this show. Hey buddy, 
we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to the JB versus Everybody podcast. And we definitely love, appreciate, and we welcome the support. So please feel free to tell your friends, your family, make sure they rate, subscribe, nag them to death. If you enjoy what you're listening to, just do us a favor, screenshot us, and tag us on Instagram at JB period versus period everybody. Definitely check out the website, jbversuseverybody.com. And again, we appreciate the support. Let's grow this mother, and this is gonna be something tremendous. Thank you.